This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Toronto residents, business owners, and some city councillors met last night to discuss the Bloor Street bike lane pilot project. A recent city study of 14,000 people showed a majority of residents in the neighbourhood agree or strongly agree that the lanes are a good thing and should be kept permanently. Critics say the study was skewed. The study also shows businesses divided on the issue, though they all seem to agree that the bike lanes bring problems with parking and unloading groceries. Uh, so yesterday I talked to uh, former city councillor Doug, Doug Ford, who is contemplating a run for mayor, and here's what he had to say. Well, the business owners I talked to is not accurate, and I've heard a lot about that survey. There was a lot of hanky-panky going on with the survey, and you, you can't talk about a, a main jar, a artery like like Bluer or Young Street because everyone uses it, not not just uh, the the people around the area matter of fact business owners are frustrated because there's there's less business since they put the bike lanes in you talk to any business there, along yeah Bloor, there's parking there there's too less. yeah but there's there's less business going on they've congested it down to one lane okay well uh, no surprise that's doug ford's view uh right now we're going to go to albert pole he is a founding member of the cycling advocacy group Bells on Bloor, and his group conducted a study of its own that showed even more people using the bike lanes. Uh, hi. Hi, how are you, Libby? Fine, how are you? Very good, thanks. Uh, well, your study showed that, you know, the city study said uh, 4,500 people use those bike lanes, and your study showed 5,500 people. Uh, what is your take? It depends uh, when you're measuring. So our measurement was taken. It was a nice sunny day, and uh, we measured uh, 5,500 uh, cyclists on Bloor at Spadina. The city's uh, study is consistent with ours, I believe. I mean, their uh, numbers were taken late October, early November. So, so you're definitely going to get some fluctuation. But I'd say we, we can say, based on another study we did last September, that on a sunny day you'll get uh, five to 6,000 cyclists on the uh, Bloor bike lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, my take on it, uh, simply the way I look at it, I think this is a done deal. I, I don't think there's any discussion, and, and frankly, I'm not sure there ever really was. Uh, it's, uh, it still does have to go, of course, through a Public Works Committee and then the City Council. So one thing cyclists in Toronto know is never to take anything for granted. Uh, uh, in Toronto, we've got a uh, 5,600-kilometre road network, but uh, we only have 2% of those uh, uh, roads have uh, bike lanes, so we've uh, we've seen many many promises or heard promises and plans in the past, and that haven't come through. Uh, we're hoping that if we can get over this hurdle, then we can start uh, seriously establishing a network uh, around uh, Toronto. Okay, I I have to. Uh take issue with with one thing in your survey, and it's a little hobby horse, I have to admit, of mine. Uh, And you mentioned the intersection of Bloor and Shaw, where there are a lot of cyclists. I think the number was around 1,700. 
Uh, yes. Okay, that to me is the most dangerous part of of the whole thing. Um, I travel north on on Shaw Street all the time. There is no lighted bluer. There's a bike lane. There's parking. If you want to cross that street, you have to very slowly and carefully get into the intersection before you can see. By the time you get into the intersection, there are more cars coming on Bloor Street both ways. So then you're sort of sitting in the intersection, and then suddenly there are more cyclists coming, giving you the finger usually because you're blocking their bike lane. Yeah. I'm not sure how many... uh... Uh, give uh, motorists or the or or they have the bell and i can see yeah. why they'd be annoyed with that in the bike lane but there is absolutely um that's the safest way to try to have a car uh cross that intersection and it's not that safe yeah uh, fair enough i mean um, one of the um, uh, nice things about having a pilot is that uh, we can test uh, in a real world situation uh, how something works so so one of the things the city is doing now with the pilot and that's the beauty of the pilot. They've found certain things that can be improved, such as loading, for example, for businesses. Now, we've seen over the last uh, several weeks uh, loading spots are being designated. Now, no one can park there except a loading vehicle, not even a, a motorist with a disability permit. So those are being our new areas. Oh, that, that's uh, interesting. That's not a bad idea. That's a great idea. And that's feedback they've gotten from some businesses. You say instead of, uh, you know, cyclists know that a lot of the trucks will park in the bike lane. Well, we've seen a change in behavior there already. Some trucks will simply leave room for the, for bicycles. We've seen that with Canada Post trucks. In other cases now, they do have on the side streets in the first four or five uh, uh, spots where normally cars might be parked, even illegally parked or often illegally parked, those are now designated loading uh, spaces. So that's one of the some of the feedback they heard is from businesses. The city then quite rightly said, we're going to try to work with you on this. And that's what we'd like to see as well. Instead of people saying, well, we don't like, you know, we don't like this or that and therefore get rid of the bike lane. We like the attitude when, when people say, well, here's some uh, things we can improve. And uh, when it comes to cycling safety, for us, the bottom line is we want cyclists to be safe, whether it's 3,000 or 5,000, we want them to be safe on the road. And we also want to give the opportunity to all those motorists who, who say and have said in surveys, we want to cycle, but like my wife is one of them. She's not a motorist, but she doesn't cycle because she feels it's too dangerous on uh, Bloor Street. Uh, but the bike lane now, she'll cycle more often. So, so those are real opportunities for people to, to have fun, to get out on the road, to be healthy, to save money, uh, to do something good for the environment. Okay. Thank you very much, Albert Pohl. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm sure we're going to be hearing a lot more about those bike lanes, but people mark my words. Uh, It's a done deal, whatever consultation they have in mind. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.